You're listening to WGSR, bringing hope and comfort to the world, 24 hours a day. Lock it on to the best station on the net, online, around, around the, planet, the planet, on the, the World, world Wide, Wide Web. Web, streaming 24-7, internet radio. to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 109. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Hey, Tina. Hello. Tina's here. Tina's sitting in for uh, Trish tonight who had to be at some kind of uh, tax something or other. Tax lawyer something something. That sounds Sounds riveting. boring to me, but (laughs) I don't know. She loves that stuff. Well, God called her to be a judge. Who am I to judge? uh I see what you did there. Oh, you see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> Man, did everybody have a good Christmas and uh good it, New Year's? It was good. It was. You? I did. I I just got blessed with a, a brand new Weber grill. Yay. Really? By Mikey. <laughs> Mikey and company. Thank you, Bless me with a Weber. Well, we had a, a conversation grill. a couple, what, last week? Yeah. And I, it didn't slide by. I don't miss nothing. You don't. And I caught it, and I had one, so now you have one. Oh, man. What a blessing, because we were just talking about, you know, it'd be so nice to have the grill to do the chicken, and we got some burgers, and so timely. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Mike. It means a lot to us. Certainly does, after the day we had today. Sheesh. Uh, oh, yeah. Devil's a lie. Yes, he is. He really is. But you know what? Praise God for the situation, because, That's right. you know, it couldn't have happened in a better way. We both had the day off. You know, my car broke down at a gas station. It uh, took a jump, and we were able to get it, to go get it fixed. And it made it all the way there before it died. I yes, mean, it did. Right to the parking lot. Yes, it did. Then it decided to quit. So I am very grateful right now. Me too. She's been a good old girl. Yes. She really has. And you were talking about that last week, too, that she was a tank. I <laughs> did. That and car is a tank. 200 and some odd thousand miles oh, on it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. That car's been a blessing. It has. Anyway, um, we got some shout outs. Yeah, we have some Facebook likes. So we want to thank Jared James Withrow for liking us on Facebook. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Jared. And Christy Hepburn. Hey, I know you, Christy. Hey, Christy. Thank you so much for liking us. Yeah. And Rose Rubio Salinas. Thank you, Rose. Thank you, Rose. Rose Rubio. Thank you, Rose. And we have countries. We have new countries. New countries. Uh-oh. Brand spanking new countries. So we have the country of Cambodia. Wow. Welcome, Cambodia. Cambodia. Welcome. And Hong Kong. Hong Kong. That's wow. pretty exciting. Man. And who'd have That's thought? A, who'd have thunk it? Right. 54 countries. Man. And the United Arab Emirates. The UAE, 
The UAE. Mm-hmm. UAE. Wow. Thank you out there, Welcome, United guys. Arab Emirates. Thanks Look, for tuning let in. Let us hear from you. Drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at Absolutely. Gmail. Or uh, like us on uh, iHeartRadio. Or you can tweet us. Tweet us, as Mikey always says, um, at God Stories Radio. And uh, like us on Facebook. There's tons of ways to let us know you're listening. And and um, if God so uh, moves you to give your testimony, there's lots of ways to do that, too. You can write us, and we'll read it. Or you can call in. Or you can show up. And like our guest that. is here tonight, and we are so excited. Right. We do have a couple of write-ins already put aside. Yes, we do. It's going to be an exciting year, Mike. I think I'm so. telling you, it's already um, just turned out to be amazing. And um, Tina, I uh, no, it was Trish that contacted, the family that contacted me here locally that had um, the child with cancer. Yeah, I think you said you? Trish was contacting her. Oh, okay. Did you get that, Mikey? You didn't. I, I can tell by your face you no. didn't get it. Okay. Well, there was um, some folks that contacted God Stories Radio here locally, and their uh, child was um, suffering from cancer and wanted us to pray. And, and I think they actually wanted to come on the show, though, and really? tell her story. So I think I'm pretty sure Trish is setting that up. Okay, um, is it on our uh, page, web page? Uh, I'm not sure how that came in. It might have been Facebook, Facebook? Messenger. So I'll, okay. I'll get it. I'll get it to you. But we just want to put that out there. I don't have any names, but just just pray for them. Uh, and you'll get it updated. Later. Yeah, yeah. But we appreciate them taking the time to write in and let us know what's going on. And I'm getting more and more of that recently with people just writing in for prayer requests and things like that. And that just blesses the socks off of me. Oh, it just does. lets me know that people are listening and, and that, uh, you know, our only agenda is to minister to people and bring hope and encouragement throughout the world. That's right. From day one. So, well, enough, enough. <laughs> we got a great guest tonight. We man. do. I know it's going to be good because, uh, old Slewfoot's been working overtime. <laughs> Who we well, got, Mikey? Our guest tonight, uh, we met Bill uh, a few years back at Real Life in a singles ministry, and we did uh, Bible study together, and we did kind of life together for a little while, too, and and um, at this point, he's a happily married man, and even a pastor, <laughs> and I won't take any more of that. So here we have uh, Bill Harrington. Welcome, Bill. Thanks for coming to the show. Welcome. We want to welcome all our listeners on Mixler tonight. We have uh, the Raging Tech Show. He's uh, a regular. Regular. We want to thank AJ for tuning in and, and listening. And then we have um, a couple other people that just says elsewhere, so I can't. That might be uh, might be your family, Bill. I'm not sure. But uh, Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. And Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. New Year. Yeah. Mike told me that this is the first one of the year. It is. It is. Uh, I just delivered the first message of the year at Lakeside, so no pressure or anything. No pressure. <laughs> oh, thank nah. you. That's great. But Come out it's swinging. Great. Yeah, it's great to be here. This is really cool. I love what you guys do. The ministry is really uh, touching a lot of lives. That it is, man. We're We're really privileged to be stewards of it. We really are. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess you guys are wanting a testimony, huh? We want a testimony. We want to hear it. <laughs> Those someone's bring out on, there Bill. are waiting we, to hear. We know you got a fire burning down there, so uh, just bring it, man. Well, it's kind of funny. I, I, um, I was telling Mike, you know, I don't know about my testimony. I grew up Catholic. and uh, Most of us have. I did too. For the longest time, yeah, I, I knew a lot about Mary. Religion. Mary. Uh, I knew a lot about sacraments. I knew a lot about communion. But I didn't know a lot about Jesus. And so as I was going through church and all that kind of stuff, I remember when I was 13 years old, I was at church and I looked at my mom and I said, you know, maybe I'd, I'd kind of like to be a priest. And she looked and said, they can't get married. And I said, well, that's out. Because <laughs> I knew that that was something I was going to want to do. And, and I just sort of kind of put that away and, and did life my way. Uh, I wouldn't say I was agnostic. I think I believe, I know I believed in God. I know I believed in, in Jesus. But as far as what that meant for my life, I didn't see it as relevant. And I just sort of did my own thing for years, you know, drinking, partying, whatever. You know, just basically whatever my flesh wanted, that's what I, I, I went after and didn't really see any, any issues with that. And then I, around 30, I met my first wife who was a Christian and we started going to church and we got married and I started opening myself up more to the word. I had some really weird beliefs. Uh, I believed in God, I believed in Jesus, but I also at the same time believed in reincarnation (laughs) and somehow that related to deja vu, right? You know, like, well, I think deja vu was God's way of saying, well, you've done this before. Now here's the, here's an opportunity to change it. And kind of lived my life that way. And my now ex-wife kind of said, no, that's not right. And we started going to church and I started paying attention, but not, not to how God related to me. I just sort of was interested, was listening, kind of bored when I would go. But I can remember listening to this one pastor that, of the church that I went to at the time in Gainesville and thinking, okay, I could do that. I could do what you're doing. You know, you're, you're reading what's in the Bible and then you're trying to make it relevant. But it hadn't really taken hold. While I'm trying to grow in Christ at the same time that's happening, believe it or not, my marriage is going the other way. Mm-hmm. And my wife at the time had gotten mixed up with a group of people and one thing led to another and we just really started separating and about two years into our marriage uh i'm left with the decision that my that she was in love with somebody else uh to make a long story short he was in jail not getting out for eight years and I was told that I can either stay till he gets out, knowing that she's going to leave, or I can leave then. <coughs> so I 
didn't really know what to do with that. She went out, went to hang out with her friends, and I called all the wrong people, and I got all the same advice. Stay. Fight. There was something that wasn't sitting about that. So I did this weird thing, and I got up on my roof. I, I, I knew I needed to get close to God. And without having a true understanding of God, I, I felt like the higher up on the roof I got, the closer I got to God. <laughs> and I just laid it on the line and I said, okay, this is that moment. I'm going to put all my eggs in your basket. You tell me to stay and fight, done. You tell me to leave, I'm gone. I sat there for a second. It was there was I I didn't hear a thing, not a cricket, nothing. And then all of a sudden I just sort of felt leave. And I started going back to my religion and going, but you hate divorce. And the next thing that I felt the Holy Spirit now knowing the Holy Spirit saying, Your marriage has been over. You don't even know. Didn't understand fully what that meant until later on when I found out that the relationship that she had 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 gotten physical. So at that point, we have biblical grounds. I'm not going to go into the extent of it because mm -hmm. there's been a lot of repentance that's happened since then. Mm -hmm. But it was clear that there was nothing worth left fighting for. So I left, and uh, the leaving took a while. It did. I didn't just up and leave. I, I moved out for a little bit, moved back in, moved out. Um, ended up moving down to Claremont from Gainesville with a friend of mine, started attending real life. Uh, started getting in, really getting into the word more and just sort of felt God saying, I'm going to restore what you have lost. Mm -hmm. And I misunderstood that as something else. And it took a year and a half for the Holy Spirit to really get a stronghold and say, dude, just chill. Just let go. So I started dating, studying. I went to Bible college because I felt like, you know, maybe this thing that I had been feeling like this preaching thing might work. I had been listening to to Justin Miller preach and you know here's a young guy who's very sarcastic sees the Bible as black and white it says do this you do this it says don't do this don't do that and uh, I quit a job that was very good to focus everything on the next step which was getting involved in ministry I remember thinking at the time, I said, I need to get away. I need to get away from everything. I'm doing school online. I'm not getting away from church, but I need to move. I need to get away. I need to, and I remember saying, I need to go into the wilderness. I had studied where Jesus had gone into the wilderness. I had seen where other others were called to go in the wilderness. John the Baptist was in the mm -hmm. wilderness, and I felt like that that's what I needed. I needed to be shaped. I needed to be molded, but I needed to be me and God. 
And I knew that spiritually that was right, but I kept trying to fill voids. Where God's saying, I will provide your next spouse, I kept looking. Mm-hmm. And looking in all the wrong places. You know that mm-hmm. old country song, looking for love in all the wrong places? Well, that mm-hmm. was me. And I just was trusting him a lot, but I wasn't trusting him with that. I was doing great in school. I spent my year in Inverness, which was where my wilderness was. I came back. I was active at real life. I was trying my best. You know, I graduate from college. I immediately start looking for jobs in the church, which even then God was like, you're not ready. It's probably one of the hardest things to hear when you've been putting your all into something and, and, and you feel the Holy Spirit saying, you're not ready. Like, but I am. I've got this knowledge. I've, I, I know scripture. I can, I can decipher it. I can tell people about it. I, I want to do it. You're not ready. And a lot of pride was in, in me. There were still sin issues that needed to be worked out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we always have sin issues that we're working out. Nobody, mm-hmm. you know, nobody is perfect. But I, when I, th- I thought I was leaving the wilderness when I left in- Inverness, but I was, I was staying in the wilderness. And, and I couldn't figure it out. And and I actually just preached on this this weekend about looking at, at, at the Israelites. And when they left Egypt to go to the promised land, a trip that took should have taken 11 days mm-hmm. took 40 years. Because they weren't getting this one thing. Just be obedient. Shut up. Quit complaining. Do as I say, and everything's going to work out. From the job aspect, that took four years. I graduated in 2012. I didn't get hired on at Lakeside till 2016. From the relationship standpoint, that took five years. And it was funny because I remember it was in February or March of 2013 that I had just finally said, God, you, you you know what I need. You know what my heart's desire. I'm literally, I'm done. I'm done dating. I'm done looking. I'm done with all this stuff. You, whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready. And for a few months, it was just God and I. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I was growing. I was learning. So many cool things were happening, and then one day I go into a grocery store, and I run into you, Mike. And you said to me, you said, hey, can you call our friend Martin? He's kind of down, and he needs he needs you. He needs somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I said, sure, and I called him up, and I invited him on a kayaking trip. A kayaking trip that was literally supposed to be me and him. And I remember him texting me, and I'm looking on Facebook, and I'm seeing all these invites going out. I'm like, dude, it's just supposed to be us. <laughs> I'm not going to complain or anything like that. He's invited all these people. It's going to be fun. Well, the people started dropping out. And then it turns out the day of the kayaking trip, and he goes, well, I've got my friend Angie and my friend Clint going. Clint's going to meet us there. Angie's riding with us. So I said, okay, great. Well, I get in his car. And sitting in the front seat is this beautiful woman. And I remember my first thought going, good for you, Martin. Good for you. You know? 
Angie and I, the whole drive to Rainbow Springs, have this great conversation. You know, nothing, nothing, just talking. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot in common, hiking, that kind of thing. But I didn't really think anything other than the fact that she's a beautiful woman and very interesting. The whole day, we just had great conversations. We get back and leave. And, and that night, I remember sitting in, and I was running a room for a friend. And I said, I just want to get to know this woman. I can't get her out of my head. <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to, I don't know what I, I don't, all I know is I've met this really great woman and I want to get to know her. And I couldn't let it go. And I found her on Facebook and we started chatting there and then we started texting and we went out that following week. We went to church first. Our, our first date started at, at church. And then we went to Winter Garden, and and on the way, weird things were happening. There's like a triple rainbow in the sky, which anybody who knows Scripture knows a rainbow is a sign Mm -hmm. that God's promises are always kept. So you're kind of like, oh, that's cool. We have a great What did he say to you early a few years back? Wait. I will restore what you lost. Exactly. I wasn't thinking that at the time. It was like, you know. (laughs) He was enamored. It was, Come on, Mikey. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. So we have this great dinner, this great conversation. We're walking down Main Street in Winter Garden, and we both kind of like, you know, it'd be great if God would just give a neon glowing sign. Like you almost sometimes feel like you need to be hit in the head with a hammer. Yes. And like if this is your bush. will kind of thing, like make it known. If not, make it known. And I'm not kidding. Like lightning went across the entire sky in that second. And I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but not for nothing. And and we really did honor God in our relationship. And we dated for not long. I think we we our first day was August August 31st. She proposed Christmas Eve. Yes, she proposed. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm saying <laughs> you know, it was kind of cool. We were married in March. And uh, God has consistently shown up and shown off. The part that bothers me is I I, I think if I had just been obedient sooner, could we have? But, you know. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. I wasn't wasn't ready. Hindsight's always 20-20. Of course. And you look back at, and I heard your testimony a while ago and you had talked about the not just the big moments where God gets your attention, the ones where he literally grabs you by the neck, but there's always little things Mm -hmm. that happen. And, and and I've used the analogy. It's like up in heaven where people are watching you and they're going, get it, dude, get it, dude, get it. Oh, he's not getting it. Oh, he's not getting it. Okay. You don't want the next thing. Like it's always good to get, if you are listening right now and you know, God's calling you to do something, the best thing for you to do is to just be obedient, to just do it. Because the longer you put it off, God's going to get what God wants. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, yeah. And he's going to get your attention somehow. One way or a two by four. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want the two by four. No, no you, don't. you don't. Through experience, you do not. Now, I will. I will say this. I'm a better husband 
to Angie than I ever was with my first wife. I've allowed, I, I've allowed God to teach me things to be a better husband than I did the first time. Mm-hmm. I would not be the husband that I am, the man that I am. I wouldn't be the pastor that I am today if it wasn't for everything that I went through going in. So I don't, somebody asked me a couple of years ago if I could go back and change everything, would I know? I would, I'd go through all that pain that I went through before over again. Cause one, I have such an appreciation for my wife now than, than I would have had had I not gone through that. And how can I be upset? Because I probably wouldn't have what I have now had I not gone through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you wanted that trip to just be you and Martin. Then I, yeah, really. <laughs> so, yeah, Poor thank you, Martin, Martin for, um, Poor for, Martin. for making Angie go. He actually had to make her go, too. She did not want to go. It was actually kind of funny. So, uh, yeah, I mean, God is, there's not enough adjectives. There's not enough adjectives to describe how amazing he is, but more importantly, how good his will is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how if we want the best from him, he's going to want the best from us. You know, Luke twelve forty eight tells us that where much is given, much is expected. Yep. And uh, he wanted a lot from me, but or I wanted a lot from him, but he wanted a lot from me too. Patience, perseverance, long-suffering, oh. perseverance, oh my goodness, produces character. But it's so worth the wait. It's it really so is. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that. Mike. I, I, do, I believe it. I believe it. It's been 10 years plus, but I believe it. I do. I trust you, Jesus. That's what we have to do. Tina and I were talking today about the significance of 2017, you know, seven being the number of completion Mm -hmm. and then she brought up the one is the beginning so you've got the beginning and the end the alpha and omega 2017 interesting god's good god's gonna do some pretty pretty amazing stuff this year he does amazing stuff every year right you know i think you can look back at every year and and while we're, I don't think we're meant to i think i think paul makes that very clear in philippians that we're meant to forget what's behind mm-hmm. that we're meant mm-hmm. to look forward or press, press on right but you can look back and see where even in the worst years where god has been there and 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 helped I, you through it i and, can see it even before i i mean i couldn't believe it but before i even you know he found me before he found me i didn't know him but i could see things that how i didn't believe that happened that in, until you came to him, you were nothing, but pff, absolutely not. He he talks to you along the way. He he's there. Well, here's a funny story. When I was seven years old, it's not funny. Um, when I was seven years old, I had appendicitis that I really thought was growing pains, so I kind of let it go. You know, not, whatever, not a big deal until I got really really sick. And we were living in Nashville at the time. My mom took me to Vanderbilt Hospital, which is a pretty good hospital. And they said, no, he's got the flu. 
she didn't trust that. We went to a little town in Kentucky where I was born called Hopkinsville. And the doctor there said, no, he's got appendicitis and it has to come out <clears throat> now. Like right now, no delay. We're going straight to the hospital. And as they put me down on the table, it burst. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they cleaned out what they could. They thought they got it all. The night that I'm released, I, I am in excruciating pain. Not sure what's going on. I would not let them take me to the hospital. I finally gave up, said, yeah, take me. Let's let's go. They get me there to the emergency room. They immediately put me in, in the OR. I'm not aware of this at the time, but the doctors go out and tell my parents that probably not going to make it. Hmm. Apparently, I did die on the table for a few seconds i don't know i didn't see a light nothing like that Mm -hmm. um obviously it didn't take so (laughs) i'm here today um they had to remove five inches of my intestine and the scar that left behind was a cross yeah oh wow wow you don't think anything of it at the time and then i'm a, a lady told my mother at the time at, when all that went on, she's like, God's going to use him for something. If he wasn't, what would be the point? He could just go. Right. I don't know what that is. Maybe that's this. But Probably. the point is like, the point of that story is that, like, no matter what happens to you, God's going to use you. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. And he wants to use you. And I want to encourage anybody that's out there listening right now. Everybody, everybody is in the wilderness in some capacity. Mm -hmm. 2017, I said this in my message this weekend. 2017 is a year that you can get out of the wilderness. If it's waiting on your, your future spouse, if it's waiting on a job, if it's waiting on circumstances to change, whatever it is. 2017 can be the year that all of that changes. The only thing he's requiring of you is just to simply get in his word and do what it says. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you will see major change in your life. And, you know, when I said what I said a few minutes ago before you went into that, Bill, um, this journey I've been on is been about 10 and a half years at this point. And it was about 11 years ago that a voice said to me, and I just discounted it. A voice said to me, she's going to divorce you. And I just discounted it. And a few months later, I want a divorce. So just saying, yeah, I know what I heard, but I just, yeah, right. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can recount times, you know, years ago when I had turned my back on God, where he spoke to me and warned me about things, and and I just discounted it, just like that. And sure enough, came to pass. Mm-hmm. But like Bill, I wouldn't trade, you know, although I made some horribly bad decisions right i wouldn't trade who i am and where i am today because of it and i share a lot with bill's story with that young lady right over there you know i wouldn't be 
the man I am or the husband that I am to her and to her children, you know, had I not experienced those things. Right. And kudos to Bill, man. I remember me and Bill sitting in uh, singles men's Bible study just like, you know, you just mentioned women and we'd be like, uh-huh. whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm talking like we were, our heart was hard, man. We were, we were hard. Well, while Bill was talking yeah. about his adventure and everything else, my ears tear, my eyes teared up a little bit, but okay. There you go. Uh-huh. Just foreshadowing for what's what's to come, Mike. The best, save the best for last. Going to happen. That's right. Oh, I know it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. How old was the father of many nations before he came became the father of many nations? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not saying you know. No, <laughs> don't say that. Um, we don't want you sleeping with any maid servants or anything. No. Like that, but. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. But still, he he finishes what he starts. Oh, he does. And, you know, I think you were saying something there about changing something. And I think in my testimony, if I didn't say it, I I would say it now. And I've said it before that, you know, he found me 10 plus years ago. If I would change anything, it would be to, I wish I had come to him many, many, many years before. I think we could all safely say that about our testimonies and our current walk. Yeah. Consider mm-hmm. it your wilderness. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Exactly. Well, we have all been through a unique wilderness. <laughs> I know I have. Mm-hmm. I know Bill has. So, well, man, and that was great. The best is yet to come. Amen to Amen that. Amen to that, Bill. It is. Just like you said, 2017, it's going to be a banner year. That's it. Strap yeah. in. Strap in. A year of the <laughs> Lord's people, for sure. All right. Man. Well, thanks, Bill, for coming out and sharing with us. And thank you guys for having me. It, it's so great to be in a community full of, of amazing, God-loving people. You know, um, my church family at Lakeside, I, I, I love them with my whole heart. They're just wonderful people, everybody at Real Life and, and, and Mosaic. Mm-hmm. and just We're in a, a unique area that has, most places don't even have one good church, and we've got multiple Mm -hmm. places Mm -hmm. where God is just showing up and showing off and doing his thing in different ways. And I just, I just wanted to say that it's just great to be a part of it and it's great to be a part of this. And thank you guys for having me. I'm going to get out there to a fight night sometime. It's cool. He faithfully invites me, Matt. Matt O'Keefe, Matt. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love Matt to death. Yeah. We hang out with Matt and Kim. Mm -hmm. They've done a great, they've done a great thing out there and um very similar to what what they do what they did with real men um it, it's very the heart of them is very much john Etheridge's or eldridge's mm-hmm. uh wild at heart nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that uh, i went to boot camp last year and it was it was life-changing it's off the hook yeah well, it's gotta be. i mean i've been to three of them yeah and i hear that from everybody like once you've been once each time you go you think it's gonna be the same thing and it's no. totally different every time wait to do an advanced yeah that's uh stephen bell and and has been nudging me about going to the next advanced one the advanced one is they just had it i have friends of mine uh joel mcconkie came back and said it was just life-changing it was amazing them. yeah really cool Got some people weighing in on uh, Mixler. All right. 
Thank you, listeners on Mixler. 2017 is going to be a good year. Yes, it is. Amen. And uh, AJ said, awesome story. Well, thank you. So, I, uh, that's his story. It's not mine. Well, there you go. We've all got one. Yes, We've got we to protect do. it because I don't want to get put on the shelf. That's you know? right. Protect it. Protect your testimony. Amen. And, and, and let's just more, more, more amazing testimonies coming. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Can't wait. Session 109. Session 109. Mr. Bill in the house. First one of the year. First one of the year. 2017. We've got, we've got three or four lined up already right in a row here. I know. It's getting cray. <laughs> well, now that I've done it, I've actually got somebody that you guys probably know that I would love to have him in this chair. Absolutely. Excellent. Bring it on. Bring it on. Can't wait. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Really. Anybody and everybody. Awesome. So, Praise well, God. Amen. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in with us. Uh, thanks to Bill for coming in and sharing his amazing story. Thank you. Thanks to everybody on Mixler for for listening in. We appreciate it. And uh, that wraps it up for uh, Session 109. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God, God bless. bless. You put your love on the line To bear the weight of sin That was mine Washing my river of love Into the sea of your infinite love With arms held high Lord, I give my life Knowing I'm found in Christ In your love forever With all I In your grace Come on.